word salvation and the idea, and I quote, the root idea in salvation is deliverance. In every case, some danger or evil is presupposed in rescue from which salvation consists. Since in primitive times, one of the greatest dangers to be feared is defeat in battle, salvation is often used in the Old Testament in the sense of victory, deliverance, victory in battle, and successful warriors are called saviors. Judges 3, 9, and 15, Nehemiah 9, 27. But this is only one modification of a much broader usage. Unquote. Thus, the word salvation is very closely related to the word savior or messiah. And it has to do with victory, with triumph, with deliverance. In the New Testament, we have the same basic meaning in the Greek word. And Barclay, in his word book of the New Testament, says, and I quote, salvation in the New Testament is total salvation. It saves a man, body, and soul, unquote. It is also inseparable in every case from judgment. Salvation in the Old Testament is always spoken of in connection with the day of the Lord. Now the day of the Lord to many people in our time means almost exclusively the second coming and the end of the world. But in the Bible, the day of the Lord is the day of God's judgment. And whenever God judges, it is a day of the Lord. All these judgments in history culminate with the great day of the Lord, the last judgment. Whenever we encounter in the Old Testament any reference to the day of the Lord, it means judgment upon the enemies of God and of God's people, and it also means salvation for the people of God. Salvation and judgment in Scripture are seen as different sides of the same coin, different facets of the same fact for the redeemed. For the reprobate, judgment only means reprobation. Now Scripture gives us many examples of the coincidence of judgment and salvation. On previous occasions, we have touched on these, and we will review them briefly in order to lay the groundwork for a further analysis of salvation and judgment. The flood, of course, is a great example of salvation and judgment. There was no hope for the family of Noah. The lone survivors in the world of evil who represented righteousness. Unless that world around them were judged, they too would be overwhelmed. And so the judgment of God came upon the world before the flood, that there might be deliverance for the people of God. The ten plagues upon Egypt 
were examples of judgment which meant salvation. They were the salvation of Israel because they were the judgment of Egypt. Same was true of the Red Sea crossing and the entire wilderness journey. The Song of Moses is a very interesting example of a song celebrating salvation which is also celebrating judgment. The first six verses of the Song of Moses in Exodus 15 read, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. And they sing, I will sing of the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider hath his thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him an habitation. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host have he passed into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The death hath covered them. They sank into the bottom of the stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. In other words, Moses here saw the coincidence of salvation and judgment. And because he declared that God is a God who saves, he also spoke of God as a man of war. One who brings redemption to his people, who overthrows his enemies. The entrance into the land of Canaan was salvation, victory for God's people, but it meant the destruction of the Canaanites. And of course, as we have seen previously, the supreme example of the coincidence of salvation and judgment is the cross of Christ. And it is of this that St. Paul speaks in our text. In one and the same event, we see in the cross the culminating example of judgment, the most fearful of all judgments, that which God the Father executed upon God the Son, the incarnate Jesus Christ. It was at one and the same time our deliverance. We are reconciled to God, says St. Paul, and his wrath and judgment are renewed by Christ atoning blood. Christ saves us by being judged for us. And his judgment is our salvation. No salvation would be possible if Christ had not been judged, if he had not taken upon himself the judgment. Thus, St. 